I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. picture recent <laughs> yeah i think that was like from 30 minutes ago something like that so i got this on the twitter feed as tensions between iran and the united states increase in the middle east the pentagon briefing room is being used to host gene simmons of kiss and it's a picture of gene simmons at the podium where sarah sanders usually said what's his issue does he have an issue he pushes uh rock and rolling all night and partying every day <laughs> i believe is his core uh, platform <laughs> well celebrities sometimes get a it's like uh kanye west's old lady kim yeah. kardashian right is about getting people out of prison who've been in there too long. Did you see Alyssa Milano, speaking of celebrities and their causes? Alyssa Milano started a Twitter campaign to deny sex to your man until they get on board with, I don't even remember what the issue was. It was the abortion thing. Abortion like, yeah, thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right. Because this happened last week. Um, and, and, and if your man doesn't support pro-choice, don't have sex with him. Right. So it's... Withhold sex, hashtag withhold sex or something yes. like that. Yes. My guess most couples who disagree pretty vehemently on that were already broken up. <laughs> like, I don't think there's a lot of couples that have widely differing views Especially on that. Especially if you're like discussing it on a regular basis. So, My I'm, wife's issue is uh, uh, the Maduro regime, Venezuela. She won't uh, put out until uh, Juan Guaido is in. And I just, I keep. Put out. I keep asking her. I just, listen, I'm with you. I agree. Juan Guaido forever. Can we please? 
No, no. Put out is it a romantic term? <laughs> Saves time. So they found an even older Neanderthal? That older than me? They're trying to figure this out. They they the constantly having to readdress the whole issue as they find different stuff. There was a belief for a long time that like well, first of all, you you've you've seen the the drawing where you got like uh, an ape you know, crawling around, and then sure. it slowly stands up. And, and kind of a big man. Then it becomes ape. a caveman Neanderthal, then it turns into a human. That right. that was the belief that, for a long time. At some you know. point, he starts manscaping as the back hair disappears. <laughs> yeah, right. and, his, and his jaw shrinks down. Exactly. That it was, it was part of an evolution, but then they decided, no, it's a completely separate sort of human that was a, a roughly the same time, but earlier, and then they kind of went together, and now this one's older, so they think that Neanderthals and Homo sapiens... Um, were around at the same time a lot longer than they thought before. A lot longer before they ever started to emerge together. Yeah, I remember back when they said that there was little or no interbreeding between humans and Neanderthals. That turned out to be just idiotic. Mm -hmm. And once you've had Neanderthal, you won't want to go back at all. Yeah, no, that works. That's pretty good. It's it's not my best. I, uh, they might as have you know, out. I, Joe Getty, am 99th percentile of the most uh, You are 99% Neanderthal? No, that's not what I said. Among humans, arguably humans, <laughs> I'm in the top percentile of Neanderthal DNA. I One, have in, two, three. All right. This is, uh, Michael, you've got to set up that clip. Well, I suppose longtime listeners get it. Scientists speculating on what Neanderthals would sound like, because evidently, well, they sound like this. Here One, I am. Two, but evidently, their our nasal cavities suggest that we would have high pitched, whiny, incredibly annoying voices, and an agitated Neanderthal would sound like this. One, two, three. No, that was that's not the agitated one. That's the watch calm the, one. Watch the one where. Ah! I like that. <laughs> that's the one. So they may have died out because their brains were actually so much bigger, and your brain uses. That's what I'd like to believe. Your brain uses a lot of energy, so you have to come up with a lot of food to keep that thing, that motor going all the time. And they just they couldn't come up with enough, and they died out. That could be one way. Um, for a long time, Neanderthals Neanderthals were thought to be dumber than Homo sapiens. No, nobody believes that anymore. That was based on like stupid science. Um, but <laughs> Homo sapiens is actually Latin for wise man. Or wise something, yeah, wise man. Yeah. But we're, Homo sapiens are not smarter than Neanderthals. In fact, Neanderthals might have been smarter than Homo sapiens, and their big giant brain just needed so much energy that they died out. That's why I eat so much. Clearly, because <laughs> your big giant brain. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's quite a burden. I carry it around like a. Well, anyway, that's what they gotta they gotta bring back sometime. They get some Neanderthal DNA, put it in uh, some uh, you know Michael Jackson like surrogate mom sort of thing, and then, sure. And then have a Neanderthal. Baby. So Homo sapiens, Latin for wise man, something like that. Neanderthal is simply somebody found in the Neanderthal Valley. Oh, really? In Germany, yeah. So we don't even get like a nice Latin nickname. Probably, you know, honestly, back when Neanderthals were first identified and 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 studied, it probably would have been insulting and hurtful. Oh, big-headed morons! What's Latin for big-headed morons? Oh, I was That's gonna, what we would have been, and then then I'd have a grievance. I was going to tie these two stories together because they very well could be, since nobody can really understand this. Maybe they didn't understand that. Why did the Neanderthals die out? Was Their brain was so big. It used to be Homo Boredom. sapiens. We're tired of hanging out with you stupid Homo sapiens. Just couldn't take it anymore. Small brain. <laughs> just it yuck, yuck. used to be that when they came in contact with each other, the much wiser Homo sapiens just you know Thank killed you. them off. 
What? I, no, Neanderthals were wiser. No, well, the old theory was. Oh, I see. When okay. we believed that I wise man. I thought it was man, more anti-Neanderthal racism. I've grown so used to it. I was triggered. I'm sorry. The old theory was that wise man, homo sapiens, so much smarter than the dumb Neanderthals, which were only labeled dumb because their facial structure was similar to black people. And some guy in 1800 said, well, black people are dumb, so Neanderthals must have been dumb. Literally a guy. That is actually why for 150 years, Neanderthals have had the tag of being dumb. One racist from the 1800s. Anyway, mm. um, so now who knows why they died off? Well, point to today with homo sapiens. Why are we going to die off? Yet another study that came out yesterday, Marshall mentioned this, that in the United States and all of the developed world, um, it's continuing to drop how many babies we have. And now it's way below replacement rate. And we're getting down toward you can't replace rate. You can reach a point where you can't catch up anymore. There's just Everybody would have to have 15 kids. Yeah, you yeah. just can't catch up anymore. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Neanderthals just stopped having babies and nobody understood why at the time. We don't understand now because we don't know why we're stopping having babies. I don't think that's the answer because we're a passionate people, Neanderthals. <laughs> we, uh... But we don't even have we don't even know now with modern science and communication abilities, and we can actually talk to the people involved. We don't know why we're not having babies. We're otherwise occupied. I doubt Neanderthals got the internet and just got too busy. <laughs> with... Or they they cared more about travel and food than no, they cared about babies. You you filth encrusted Homo sapiens killed us with your diseases. We that, didn't that have immunity. Uh, but yeah, I just think there the things that are closer to the bone in life um, tend to to recede. The more affluent you get, the more you become into amusing yourself and indulging yourself. The the very core uh, aspects of life get less and less important to people. I, I I think it may be part of God's plan or evolution's plan or or something that you know it's the herd, when the herd gets too big the deer start to die or they don't reproduce. I don't know if that happens, but self correcting. There's no, there's nothing you can do about it. Various countries are trying. Spain has got a program. Italy's had programs. We're probably going to do it in the United States. Various tax incentives and PSAs, public service announcements to convince people. You can't convince people. Make a, ma- not, not even a major change to light your lifestyle. Change your life and do something completely different that will be much more difficult and more expensive. Mm-hmm. Just because. And more rewarding. Brought yes. to you by the Have right. Children Coalition. Well, and then the idea of maybe you offer, uh, anybody who thinks about the world through economics, like I do sometimes, will think, all right. Uh, so the key is to come up with something powerful enough to to get the behavior you're looking for. Well, that'd be horrifying. Well, and then you have people having children for some economic yeah, reason. For not, some, that's no good. Yeah, that no, we don't want that really. And and yeah, I get how people had children for economic reasons um, back in the day because they needed the help around the farm and that sort of thing. But that's a different thing than a direct financial reward for having kids. Um, that that would lead to terrible things. Um, and, and you know what? Honestly, the more you study the, the treatment of children through history as laborers, and I'm talking about through the 1800s, um, you'd be horrified. Boy. We couldn't tolerate it in the modern world, what, say, Charles Dickens put up with as a child. Yeah, but it wasn't that long ago. I mean, when we were kids, families were bigger. And how many people did you know were having their kids? They had more laborers around. I didn't know any. My parents did. <laughs> and so I worked in the chemical factory from a from a young age. They dipped me in to decide which ones were dangerous and which ones weren't. 
It was uh, it was it was a rough childhood. But you would I hold like your to... you would hold your least favorite child by the foot and dip him in the chemicals. I don't want to be seen as a complainer though. So <laughs> you know, I went along with it. I was a good kid. Anyway, so you got yeah. that. Maybe that's why the Neanderthals died out. They don't even bring that up. We're dying out now. All right. So you can look to an example of of, of human beings now dying out. Right. And, you know, you got to at least throw that in the mix. Quick correction, because accuracy is my hallmark. Uh, Clearly, child labor was a big thing through, uh, you know, the 1930s, into the 1930s. I said 1800s. I was inaccurate, and I apologize. And you seem deeply wounded. But I was dipped in many chemicals as a child, (laughs) so you'll have to forgive me. Armstrong and Getty. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. Wisconsin went to the police department to claim a backpack that he had left in a library, but the man was immediately arrested because that backpack was filled with meth. <laughs> now, I know it sounds stupid to go to the police station to pick up your meth, right? In the man's defense, he was on a lot of meth. If you are contemplating a life in crime, that's pretty good proof you're not smart enough for a life of crime. Aha! Yeah, gotcha. Catch 22 of some sort. The old switcheroo or something. Brought you the story yesterday, or a couple of days ago, I think, of the uh, three people dead of crossbow wounds in a German hotel, popular German hotel. And it seemed a little <laughs> Game of Thronesy for 2019. I was staying at the Super 9! <laughs> I'm in room 999. <laughs> the man killed in a crossbow murder-suicide pact in Germany. Crossbow murder-suicide pact. Is I'll bo- shoot you with the crossbow, then shoot myself with the crossbow? Well, it, it doesn't work in the other order. Apparently. He is believed to have led a, and I believe this is the first time I've ever read uh, or spoken this phrase, he led a medieval cult. A cultish group devoted to medieval folklore treated the women around him like slaves, reports say. Well, that's most cults. <clears throat> Almost all of them, but how do you, the hard part's always getting women to go along, but they seem to find them. The bodies of this uh, Torsten fellow and two women were found in a hotel room in Bavaria on Saturday amidst absolutely mind-bogglingly gorgeous settings, uh, a setting uh, alongside three crossbows. The deaths were linked to two more in Germany on Monday. The alleged cult leader, 53, and woman were found in bed, hand-in-hand, impaled with arrows from the modern crossbow. Well, wait a second. So, and this 30-year-old woman who had been hit in the neck was lying on the floor. So clearly, wow, This at least this guy was committed to his own cult. 
He was like that uh, apple white guy eating the, the, the applesauce mm-hmm. to get to the spaceship. Um, because it, it would seem that he had this, the last, the lady with the arrow in the neck shoot him and his gal pal hand in hand in bed. Oof. And then she, uh, she gave herself one in the neck herself. The three had checked in on Friday evening for three nights without breakfast. Bodies were found by a maid. Well, you got to tip her if you're going to do that. Uh, three crossbows. You certainly should. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's. Uh... Investigators suspect they were all members of a kind of sex circle with a focus on the Middle Ages. This guy appears to have been the guru of the group, ruled over the women like a master. Um, hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And here's the family saying she was a happy girl. She was just blah, blah, blah. And. And she became withdrawn and weird and started raving about this guy all the time. Dang it. And ends up like, you know, a casualty on Game of Thrones. Yikes. Germany. It's fascinating. Popular Science out with an article about how city life damages mental health in ways we're just starting to understand. Um, Those of us who grew up in rural parts of America uh, uh, feel like we've observed this, but... um, Back in the 30s, two sociologists noticed a striking pattern amongst people being admitted to Chicago's asylums. Rates of schizophrenia, they reported, were unusually high in those born in inner-city neighborhoods. Since then, researchers have discovered that mental illnesses of all kinds are more common in densely populated cities than in greener and more rural areas. Mm. It's not hard to imagine that that's the way our minds are made to be more uh, comfortable and healthy. Well, you you have to be dealing with percentages, of course, because there are many, many more people in cities, so you'd have many, many more cases. One experiment, scientists discovered that after a stroll in nature, people are less prone to rumination, the tendency to obsess over one's mistakes and troubles that is a common feature of disorders like depression and anxiety Mm. than if they don't ever get to do that. So you go walk around in nature for a little bit in the quiet, and you're less likely to spend the day, you know, wondering about your place in the world and all the crap that makes people crazy. Right. If you live in an urban area where you can't stroll in the woods or not, you, the quiet is impossible, it's probably less likely you're going to do that. You ever try to make a phone call like downtown in a city? You're outside. Sure. You don't realize how noisy it is until you try to make a phone <laughs> call on your cell phone. And you realize it's just deafeningly loud everywhere. Wow. All the time. You're just used to it. Which is stressful. Sure. For any beast. Yeah, there's more on that study from Popular Science, but I don't know what you know. I don't know what would happen or what you would do. Well, I, I think sometimes you need somebody to point something out, even though you already feel it. I think people sometimes hear that and think, "Wow, you know what? I am stressed out by all this noise and motion and and just clutter all these human beings." Well, nobody would disagree with this assertion, would they? That people in urban areas are more stressed out than people in rural areas? Isn't that pretty obvious just from hanging around any of those areas? Except maybe that one farmer who got his leg ripped off. <laughs> he seemed pretty relaxed. Hey, it, is what, good. it is what it is. Yeah, he was stressed for a while. But it is what it is. It Make is. the best of it. That's all you can do. And what it is is sawing off your own leg. <laughs> With a pocket knife. <laughs> With it again. When I was cutting it, uh, see, nerve endings, I could feel them. That's not the part that we don't need to uh, hear over and over. That's a, well, keep your pocket knife Sharp. sharp. Right. Who's got a po- I carry a pocket knife. Who has a sharp enough pocket knife they think they could cut off their own leg with it? I don't. I don't Sounds think like I a could. bet to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bar wager. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
Oh. They should do more mental uh, mental uh, studies on that, where if somebody's got anxiety or whatever, just have them walk around in nature for a while and see if that does any good before you go to drugs. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, the Democrats getting out the long knives to attack Trump's immigration reform plans. That's what you need to saw off your leg. States. Long knife. States lining up to push reconsideration of Roe v. Wade, and Game of Thrones fans are mad they're spitting bullets and belching fire. Yeah, that's a pretty funny story if you haven't heard it. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. That driving music really hmm, gets you going. Does it? News now, Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump is set to unveil his new proposal for immigration reform. It is said to be focused on a merit-based policy aimed at allowing more high-skilled people into the country. It restricts immigration based on family connections. Now, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she's taking offense at that kind of terminology. I want to just say something about the word that they use, merit. It is really a condescending word. Are they saying family is without merit? Are they saying most of the people have ever come to the United States in the history of our country are without merit because they don't have an engineering degree? That's that's an idiotic uh, argument that nobody would ever make. I think the Democrats are in a tough spot on this one, particularly this part of the issue. Should our immigration system be based on a person's ability to contribute to America? That's merit-based. Or should it be based on a person having relatives in the United States, which is the way we currently do it? 84% of Americans say it should be based on a person's ability to contribute to America. That is absolutely incredible, including vast majorities of, well, I got the numbers in front of me, 75% of Democrats slash liberals, 83% of Hispanic respondents, sure, believe it should be based on your ability to contribute and not whether or not you got family ties. What poll is that? Do you remember? Harris poll from Harvard. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've got all sorts of stuff from the Gallup poll on the same topics, which we'll uh, hit on tomorrow. Also, in the proposal, in Trump's proposal, he'd have new entry requirements that would include mandated health screenings and background checks. Immigrants would get points based on their age, their English proficiency, if they have an offer of employment, and their educational levels. I I think those are all winning issues easily. Those are huge. And all pundits on the right and left say it's dead on arrival. Yeah, Trump. Well, on the right, the the criticism right. is what is that, is that uh, Trump does not want to lower the number of immigrants we bring into the country every year. He wants to leave it flat. And Kerkorian, who we had on earlier from the Center for Immigration Studies, that was his hang-up. I think, get over it. I would take all this stuff that Trump's offered and uh, and c- consider that a win. But a lot of your uh, your people further to the right, I guess. Yeah, I'm, on not, that, I'm not sure. They're big on you. Got to lower that, the number. You got to lower the number of immigrants coming in. I will tell you this uh, from the Gallup poll that I have been studying at length: the number of people, the percentage of people uh, who want the uh, immigration in general increased is thirty seven percent. No, that's right. That's not right. Oh, I'm sorry. At the present level, we're roughly in the sweet spot, 37%. The number that want it increased is 30%. The number that want it decreased is 31%. So it's a third, a third, a third, roughly. Yeah, yeah, roughly, with, with a slight plurality saying, why don't we keep it about the same? That is, I mean, that is like, it's so easy, it's lazy, 
a textbook example of a situation in which you can easily reach an agreement. I mean, that's just too easy. And yet nothing happens. God, I would think... You've got percentages in the 80s agreeing on so many of these issues, including Hispanic people, and we can't get an agreement. Doesn't that seem odd to you? God, I would think you could please people on the left and the right by saying, we're going to keep it the same. I know you'd like it to be less, but hey, we're going to make sure that they can contribute to society. On the other side, you'd say... Well, you wouldn't have to convince them on the merit base. They already agree, according right. to the polls. And we're going to keep numbers the same. We aren't going to cut back on the number of immigrants. You want a few more aunts and uncles to come in, then my number is, okay, we'll split the difference, no problem. It'd be effortless to get a decision. This is this decision is, especially because there's no Roe versus Wade for immigration, really, this issue is the most flaming, irrefutable piece of evidence that politicians in both parties don't want to solve certain issues. They're desperate to have the issue, to, to drive campaign contributions and turnout. This is, this is irrefutable proof, this issue. You mentioned Roe v. Wade. Well, House uh, Republican leader Kevin McCarthy thinks that Alabama's restrictive new abortion law may have gone too far. Speaking at the Capitol today, McCarthy described himself as a solid pro-lifer and said he's always supported... Uh, exceptions for rape, incest, and to protect the life of the mother. The Alabama law outlaws nearly all abortions except in cases where a mother's life is in danger. Here's the deal, Kevin, and I'm going to explain it because uh, for the audience because you probably haven't followed it that closely. Uh, and for Kevin McCarthy, because I'm not sure he he's capable of getting it. Wow, but. Joe said that, not me, Jack, your good friend, Jack. <laughs> oh, boy. No, uh, seriously, folks, uh, about seriously. Um, they wanted... A law that had nothing for the courts to grab onto except the core issue. Does an unborn baby have personhood under the Constitution? Does that baby have constitutional rights? And if they dressed it up with exceptions and caveats and the rest of it, it it would be too easy to kick back to lower courts based on the details of it. They wanted a clean law that could establish personhood. Right. So that's why they're doing it. No, there's not a single legislator in either one of those states, uh, Georgia or Alabama, who expected the law to go into effect. That's not why they did it. I think they may have wanted it to, but they didn't expect it. As HBO's mega-hit Game of Thrones comes to a close, a significant portion of the fan base is not at all happy with how it's turning out. After Sunday's episode, The Bells, an online petition went up on Change.org requesting HBO remake the final season with competent writers. <laughs> the entire season. Yes. Beautiful. As a Positive, bro- Sean, if the, the writers were here in the room with you, uh, with you, would you hack them with a sword? No, but I'd shake my head just, you guys, you had it all, and you just messed it up. <laughs> you had right. it all. Because <laughs> right. you got tired and bored, and you put an arbitrary end date on your own thing because right. you wanted to go do Star Wars or something else other than the greatest TV show of all time, <laughs> and just, you, you ruined it all. Then you point your finger at him and shake it and say, shame. You ring my shame bell. Yes. Demand a trial by combat. <laughs> yes. The petition snipes David Benioff and D.B. Weiss have proven themselves to be woefully incompetent writers when they have no source material, i.e. the books, to fall back on. This series deserves a final season that makes sense. 
Is so, a shame bell a thing in Game of Thrones? Yes. We need one around here. How come we don't shame. have a shame? How come we don't have a shame bell? Shame. You follow them. They're naked. You follow them through the streets, <laughs> ringing the bell and saying shame, shame, and of all the all the toothless uh, vis- villagers, of course, gather around and pelt them with animal dung and rotten food. We need a shame bell. Oh yeah, literally. Well, we You'd have see me walking it. down the street, and my mom and dad behind me, just shame, you know. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll keep the shame bell right next to the beating wand in a there case. And the Bucks beat Toronto 108 to 100 to take Game One of the East Finals and Game Two of the West Finals of the NBA Warriors Blazers tonight. Another in Game Oakland. of Thrones die in there, Marshall. They uh, they beat back the Invaders from the North. There you go. Huh. There the you Canadians go. with their foreign ways. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Those uh, Canadian teams, they still going with the two-handed chest pass and the... Uh... <laughs> they use a ball with laces on it. <laughs> the old-timey basketball that had laces on it. Oh, yeah, they got striped tube socks still. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, and, uh, and it's all in black and white. It's weird. <laughs> they play in black and it's all white guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. With crew shots, flat tops running back and forth <laughs> right. in their low top shoes. Right. Uh, uh, score about twenty three points a game. Good times. <laughs> Joe had something fantastic coming up. What now? <laughs> Come again? I, uh, you know what? I I have so many choices. I got the video store disease. There's so many things I want to talk about. Um. Oh yeah, yeah Janet Jackson's birthday. We were going to talk about yeah. that. We're going to talk about Janet Jackson's birthday. Well, no, no, oh, we're not. Good. No, we're not. You know what? I'm sorry. I apologize. I said something that was patently untrue. Right. It is Janet Jackson's yes. birthday. I've never listened to a show and said, coming up next, <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> Janet Jackson's birthday. So stay tuned. This is the crappiest show shame, I've ever heard. Shame bell. Shame. The shame bell. Hey. Hey. I am ashamed. Hey. I want to talk about her areola. Shame. Stay with us. Huh? <laughs> wow. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Trump's laying out his big immigration plan um, today, and you know, we'll see how it's received and what the attacks are from both sides to make sure that nothing happens and that we continue with the status quo that everybody hates for the immediate future. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, they all get together and they laugh. I'm looking through the Gallup uh, polls, the recent ones in the historical polls on attitudes about immigration. It would be uh, it'd be much more difficult to not get an agreement if you brought together, you know, 15 randomly selected Americans. It'd be harder right. to not agree than it would be to agree. I mean, right. it would it might take 2 days. Because, you know, there's a fair amount of fine print involved. But it, it probably wouldn't. If you'd won the broad outlines of an immigration deal, you select 15 Americans at random. Or if you want to balance it ideologically, that'd probably make a little more sense. Or or balance it in terms of, you know, if poll after poll after poll shows 65% of people are in favor of, of X or Y, okay, go ahead and weight the panel in that way. But it, it, it almost doesn't matter. You could have an agreement within a couple of days. Down to the brass tacks. 
It's just I don't know. It's 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 angering. It's annoying. It's discouraging. It's the it's the best example of democracy not working I've ever seen. Yeah. Yep. Um. And yeah, money has a lot to do with it. Campaign money. And I, you know, I'm with a lot of you people who want to get the money out of the dirty money out of campaigning. It's just almost impossible to do and square it with the First Amendment. Um, I know you you like to think that's not true, but it is. And I'm I'm a guy who agrees with you in a lot of ways. Uh, so, uh, alert listener uh, Bubba sent this one. We'll, we'll be uh, talking about that, um, talking about this in detail tomorrow. But uh, Microsoft is a, has announced there's a flaw in the old Windows operating system XP, Windows XP, that could allow total takeover of the machine and everything connected to it. Not a big deal. XP is really old. Nobody runs it. I mean, anybody here running an XP? Anybody? No, of course not. Uh, but many government agencies are and ah. near government entities. Um, power grid controls, um, for instance, run on XP. Still running towers from the Bush administration, okay, for their computing power. So more on that to come. Uh, the list is actually, uh, it's fairly impressive of uh, who is still running Windows XP. Huh. And uh, and the challenges of a, a, a complete, well, it's more than an update. It's like, you know, you, you bring in a 15-year-old computer and, or laptop, say, and you, you tell your computer guys, hey, can you update this for me? They're going to say, what, what are you talking about? No, get a new one. Well, you got hospitals, for instance, running XP. So that's an issue. Perhaps if Janet Jackson was in the hospital, they would take a look at her breasts, as all of us were forced to do one dark, dark Super Bowl Sunday years ago. What was that year? Oh, three? Sounds about rightish. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. No. Uh, one, one thing we haven't mentioned for a long time, it happens to be your birthday today. I think of Janet Jackson when her name is mentioned and never any other time. How old is Janet Jackson? I believe she's uh, 53 today. All right. 53. Seems like she ought to be older than that. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess because she was a child star. She was a child TV star. Literally, yeah. yeah Wasn't you she? You start when you're 9, 10, 11 yeah. years old. Was she a old? Disney yeah. kid? One of the, uh... No, she was on uh, Good Times. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great show, yeah. as I recall. Yeah, I haven't seen good, it in years. An actually good show. Yeah, it really was. It was, uh, well, we could talk about good times more. But the, the Super Bowl took place in 2004, but it was for the 2003 season. Kind of that weird football. So, oh, yeah, Joe yeah, I don't know if you. So um, yeah. so at the end of it, she and, and little Justin Timberlake there, who uh, turned out to be just a monster talent, um, they, they showed her her boob. Uh, I remember on the that. TV, yeah. Well, and what was hilarious, and we haven't talked about this for a long time, but her birthday reminded me. The FCC all of a sudden decided that, well, we've got to clean up the airwaves. And they went crazy about, you know, old boobies. You can still bludgeon people and shoot them and stab them or whatever on TV. You just can't As long show as you don't boobie. bludgeon them with a boob. Right. I also feel that it is very relevant that this was at the peak of, or not the peak, but this was at the the very tip of TiVo technology, right? So it was the first time that right. people had the ability to pause live TV. A boob! And re- was that a boob in one? Let's look at it again. That's precisely <laughs> what I did. Wait a minute. Did I just... I Seriously, I was sitting there thinking, did I, was that? Yeah, and DVR. Yeah, I say DVR because yeah. I'm not being paid to endorse TiVo, the technology of tomorrow. Which I don't even know if still exists, but don't, at the they? time, yeah. it was only TiVo was the thing sure. to do. Yeah. Anyway, um, so anyway, oh, but the radio industry went crazy, too. Everybody suddenly became fearful of the FCC, 
And that's when, uh, you know, uh, Pink Floyd's uh, money, uh, don't give me none of that do-goody-good bull. Well, the bull S turned into bull bleep. They had to bleep it. Take the, you know, Steve Miller song, which I can't remember. There's a Steve Miller song you heard a million Funky times. Funky Kicks. That's right. Funky Kicks going down in yeah. the city. Yeah. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's Funky S going down in the city. And there are a dozen other yeah. examples. Is that when we got our delay? Because we did this show with no delay for yeah. many years. Yeah. The the talk shows that I was working on at the time, like we at least doubled whatever delay we were already working yeah. on. So it was before that, it was an eight second delay for almost every show that I worked on. After that, it was sometimes as high as 30 to 40 which is, seconds. Which is hilarious. Like, what's our delay? You know what it is? Uh, yeah, it's 20 seconds. 20 but... seconds, so I can say blee a bleepin', bleepin', bleep bleeper with your bleep bleepin'. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's going to accidentally I'd happen. I'd rather bleep my mother in the bleep than bleep your bleepin', bleepin', mother bleepers. 20 seconds worth of that. Oh, that's right. I'm not supposed to say that. Then oh, you whoops. hit the bleep button. Hit the... <laughs> the dump button. Yeah, during that dark time, I used to have to show up an hour early just to start ramping the delay. Yeah, it was so long. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, as that was when I was doing a lot of meth. I'm just so sorry. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Back before we had a delay, I think part of that was when we started in talk radio, the station we started on was so low in the ratings. Nobody cared. It just, it was the tree falling in the forest and no one was there to hear it. If you swear, maybe a news station will pick it up or something. But then it's also <laughs> worth mentioning that we had no delay for years and a caller would drop an S-bomb or something. We'd say, don't swear, you idiot. And we'd hang up on him. Nobody was hurt. Nobody complained. Nothing Everything bad was fine. ever happened. America didn't, end. didn't go to communism or whatever. <laughs> but all, all of that started with Janet Jackson's boob. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah! Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Wouldn't that be good? Positive, Sean, your final thought? Heading to the Cinemaplex tonight to see John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. I'll have my full thoughts tomorrow, but you better believe I'm going to be mentioning the gunfight on horseback and the sword fight on motorcycles. There you go. And that's a (laughs) Canoe Reeves movie? Keanu Reeves, yes. Mm, Yes. He he is not water solid or whatever. Water trustworthy. Marshall Phillips, your final thought. God, I, t- I got to tell you, my birthday month continues with yet another lunch <laughs> God, today. Month. Another two, birthday lunch. And two more set for this weekend now. It is going on and on and on. Why don't I you just it. admit you like to go out to lunch? There's nothing wrong. <laughs> people do that. Yeah, it's all right. People are buying. It's not like you're molesting animals. Yeah, we you're won't judge you. <laughs> Michelangelo, final thought. Oh, uh, yeah, the Game of Thrones writers are changing the show for the worse. Reminds me of how the Brady Bunch brought in a new kid named Oliver to improve the ratings, and soon the whole cast was unemployed. The 60s were a rough time. Oh, boy. Needless to say. Jack, final thought? Yeah, this immigration thing is so maddening to me. Uh, as we've gone through the poll numbers, the vast majority of Republicans and Democrats agree on the main points, and it is a non-starter. It will never go anywhere. It'll never even come to a vote. It's such a non-starter. Democracy doesn't work around some issues, and this is one of them. Uh, My final thought is, had an absolutely wonderful time. Judy and I took our daughter to a baseball game yesterday. You can't beat fun at the old ballpark. Unfortunately, she's heading back to college. So uh, if you uh, would like to send your kid to the baseball game with me, I'll uh, begin uh, taking reservations <laughs> right after the show. Did the home team win? Yeah, and you know what we did? We root, root, rooted for the home team. Fantastic. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Click on armstrongandgetty.com. All the stuff we told you about is there. You can email us as well. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is... Uh... 
historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Shame. Shame. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.